Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Time now for Ken and Curtis with Ken Laird and Chris Curtis on WEEI. NFC Championship weekend. Ken Laird, my buddy Chris Curtis, back from our week out in Springfield. Red Sox Central last week. A lot of Red Sox talk. I, I don't think I've done a show with you where I got more positive feedback than that show last week. Well, yeah, from Sam Kennedy, because you just groveled at his feet for the entire interview. I think the questions were asked. <laughs> it wasn't exactly a setting to say you suck, but uh, I think the fans <laughs> did that for me. I thought I gave Chris Sale some hard balls. I don't know about you, but I, I thought I came high and tight. I, I thought you zoomed in on his hand very good for the meme. <laughs> uh, but no, that was... But all the momentum, Monday morning, big lead about the Friday night being a day that we'll remember. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And then the front office just cuts the entire thing from the uh, the Nesson broadcast. <laughs> well, maybe it was a Nesson decision. You know, right. I'm they not are sure independent. There guidance. You yeah. know, there's a big division between Nesson, the Globe, and the Red Sox. But nonetheless, it was a fun show, and I thought it went well. But a tough week for you, starting last weekend. You predicted, you foreshadowed that Bill O'Brien wasn't going to happen. At least wrong. you were trying to scare me. You were trying to scare the populace that this hasn't happened. What's going on? Where's Bill O'Brien? It happened. You were wrong. Good news for the Patriots. I'm glad to finally see you capitulate on that. But the real best of the week. God, the worst moment for Curtis. The Dante Scarnecchia stare down on the salary cap. What a shock to the system of Chris Curtis when Dante, your hero, our hero, collective hero, told you that the cap is real. The Rams and the Giants are in salary cap hell. The Patriots never had that happen. And you were reeling. God, it was just something to behold. Uh, I haven't heard back from him, by the way. <laughs> so thanks for coming on. Uh, yeah, I disagree. I think when Dante was was here, it meant something about 10 years ago. It no longer does. Bill Belichick was the one who brought it up. It wasn't me. He said we're 27th in cash spending the last three seasons. He didn't mention the salary cap at all. Well, here's, so, can we play the exchange for, oh, folks, sure. for folks who missed it? Excellent interview with Dante. This was uh, Thursday? No, this was Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday, I, Thursday this week. I think it was Thursday. Okay, after after the Bill O'Brien news. But this toward the back end of it, he had uh, been referencing money, and Curtis pressed him on it. Well, you keep I mean, mentioning the amount of money guys are making, and not to put words in your mouth, Dante, because you're far smarter than I am. But Bill Belichick, at the conclusion of the season, pointed out openly that they ranked 27th in total spending over the last three years, which seemed to be totally out of character for him to openly discuss finances with the media. Is there a feeling in that building that they're not allowed to go after the high-paid guys even if they can fit it under the cap? I think, I honestly, I'm going to give you a, a, a very honest answer here. I think that they have done the greatest job of managing the money that goes out and the money that they're allotted to spend, and they've never been in salary cap hell. And salary cap hill is where you got to cut players to keep players, you know, to get under the cap. And 
I think that that's really, really a hard thing to do. And they've done a great job of managing that. But in the same vein, you know, they had a quarterback that was willing to take less for a long period of time in order to keep the team really, really good. It's just it, you just have to look at it and say, you know, are are we willing to, you know, all right, example, L.A. Rams, spend it all, get rid of your draft choices to win one championship, and what's the future look like now for them? You know, and it, it's just you just got to be careful with that stuff. And, you know, like I, I read just reading online today, you know, the Giants are determining between Daniel Jones or Saquon Barkley because it's going to be hard to keep them both. Because that's the economics of the National Football League. It's a hard cap, and you, you, you can't get around it. Okay, so uh, the Giants what a right. Moment. What a great the moment. Giants right now are third in the NFL with cap space. They have fifty four million dollars in cap space, but they got to pay Daniel Jones like fifty million dollars, right? And you spread it out. You give the bonus. I mean, to say that that's the moment of the week when the story that broke the whole city had to do with <laughs> Bill Belichick. I yeah, mean, that this was is a sidebar. I mean, this is pathetic. Grade from... A was Dante just trashing you and, and Felger, really. I mean, with the cap is crap stuff. The so you believe matters. in the cap? Of course I do, yes. And In what way? Great examples. L.A. Rams, total disaster. The Rams are a disaster because their best two players are out. But they're going to have to cut players. They are in the... They no, are, Ken, that's why they're a disaster. I mean, I don't. I thought you were smart. Well, they yeah, they had players. They couldn't replace them with backups because they had no money. Right. They were up against the cap. And what did year. Bill Belichick say in 2020 to Charlie Weiss on Sirius XM? <clears throat> I don't know. What did he say? That they had overdone themselves financially and they need to take a step they back. Did. They sold out. Yeah. Okay, so what, when's the step forward? This offseason. No, you said that last offseason. If you want to talk about being wrong. No, two offseasons no, ago. Last year, last year at this time, you said good year, good first step. It was. They need to reinvest with Mac. Yeah. They didn't do that. Disaster. You said they were going to win 11 games. Actually. They won eight. Are you amazed they won eight games? No. I, I'm just going through this. G- given Patricia no, no, Judge. Don't deflect. You no, said no, they were going to win deflecting. 11 games. I'm not deflecting. Quick sidebar. I'll be back. I'll be back to your point. They won eight games with the dysfunction that we read about in the Herald this week. Great job by Bill. Unbelievable given the circumstances. And Mac. You still trust that Bill Belichick can do his job <laughs> after reading that story? I feel encouraged that he's made the obvious changes. The he's obvious made the changes? Necess- yes, Bill O'Brien. Bill's, Bill Belichick yes. made those changes? This was Bill's plan two years ago. His arrogance was that he believed they could get by for a year, not steal Saban's guy, and they could get by with people that he knew that were free. Patricia Judge. Fine, we'll handle it. We'll, we'll figure it out. What that story did was take what we knew to be true, what we thought was true, and then poured kerosene on it and lit a match. It really just buried Judge and Patricia further than, than they were already buried. The, the, the question I asked Bill Belichick about when Mac is 100% healthy, will he be the starter, was in the middle of a prolonged battle between the coaches and on the offensive side of the ball, and Mac Jones. And in that moment, Bill Belichick put the future on blast in defense of two people that may not be on the staff ever again. Yeah. Well, at some point, Bill has admitted his mistake. Would you not agree there? What? He's admitted his error. He went out and he's... Patricia's going to be gone, probably. Why is Patricia going to be gone? Do you know the reason he's going to be gone? Well, because they, I mean, first no, of all. Because the Lions are stopped, that he's done being paid by the Lions. Could be, yeah. No, that is why. So, and Judge will stick around because he's got another year of being paid by the Giants. Well, Judge has nowhere to go. <laughs> he might not leave. You no, can, like, but here's to... the situation. You the have guy, a coach Was that... there anybody, like, I mean, your opinion of Judge before the Herald story came out, 
I'm sure it was low. Right. But then after reading it, God, does, he, does it make him look like a total No, boob. it doesn't make me change my opinion of Joe Judge. I've always thought, I mean, the person who looks dumbest doesn't, even, doesn't have anything to do with the Patriots. His name is John Mara, that he hired that guy to be the head coach of his team. But the, the fact that Bill Belichick continued to allow this guy, I know he was phased out of meetings, but the fact that he's got a key card that still accesses their facility mm-hmm is an abomination. I mean... <laughs> it is something. It really... I mean, this is... What this story showed us is that for the Mac haters, I think you need to take a deep breath, reevaluate, and say nobody can be judged negatively long-term off of last season. I'm not saying he's the guy, but to quickly cut bait with him right now after what he dealt with last year would be foolish, and it would be just even just imprudent financially and economically with all the way the team is going to be built for the years to come. You've got to see what you have, give him a Tua-type offseason, mm-hmm. and then either trade him when his, when his value is higher or you have your guy. But the, the way in which Bill Belichick completely threw away a season is, like, you go back to a certain quarterback all the time about he quit on the team in 2019. Well, are you going to say the same thing about Bill from now on, that he quit on the team in 2022? He didn't think he was, but he did. And eventually he had to own up to it. I'm not asking intent. I'm asking, did he quit on the team in 2022? But that's a big deal, intent. Like, if Brady deliberately tanked the year because he knew he was going to a rival, and he had the playbook, and he was working on it, and he was throwing in picks to Logan Ryan on purpose, that's different from Bill thinking... Boy, I can do this. Patricia can do this. There's We've nothing done it before. anybody. Had, there's not. This might be worse than Spygate. I'm serious. Oh, stop. You how? I mean, it, on the field, he elected to punish his team because of a little petty feud between his quarterback and coaches that don't belong on an offensive sideline. Well, it certainly ruined the year, and it is again to go back to this. It's still amazing despite all this. They so won it eight wasted games. the year. It wasted the year. Okay, no doubt. So then, what's the difference? But, the, but it was a year that was a building year. It, let's say everything right. Was great. It was a building year, and they knocked it down. Right. But they weren't going to win a title this year. They weren't going to beat Burrow, Allen, Mahomes. But they et could be preparing for it this year, and they definitely would have made the playoffs if they had. Bill O'Brien last year, or, you know, name your random offensive coordinator. Brian Dayball. Or they even Kaylee. Maybe Kaylee would have been the guy. Who knows? At least he would have been better than Judge and Patricia. Yeah. They win 10 or more games. They're in the playoffs. Yep. And fin- financially, difference too, probably. I don't know if they have a home game, maybe, but still. Oh, but definitely the TV ratings would have been up. They wouldn't have had the 65% off sale every week at the Patriots Pro <laughs> Shop. <laughs> right, right. And you have more experience for your young, up-and-coming roster now, it's like, honestly, I said this yesterday. It was March 17th, 2020, when Tom left and signed in Tampa. Mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day. Right? The day the pandemic began, our world ended that day. In less than three years, you've become the Jets. Three coordinators in three years, infighting, no accountability, a coach that's more worried about his own buddies than the execution of his offense on the field. I mean, it really is amazing. And you they know aren't the Jets yet, but they were elements of Okay, how about this? Maybe they're, like, maybe they're like the 90s Browns. What do you say? But I think O'Brien and Mayo bring them back to playoff form next year. I do believe that. I forget who compared them, but the Bears. Uh, I think it might have been Curran. Saying uh, no, Coward lost. said they were the Bears. We used that cut yesterday on his. Maybe Curran did as well. But either way, I mean, I don't know what the Bears and the Jets difference is. They're both incompetent. Um, I mean, they missed the playoff. Big picture. Four years ago, they were in a Super Bowl this weekend. They missed the playoffs for one year. They still have a young quarterback. By the way. Missed the playoffs two out of three years. Two out of three. Sure. 
the <laughs> Cam Newton year that was everybody pretty much. So you still are happy that you sided with Bill? That this you think this is well, working? Well, yeah, I think there is still a very good chance in the next two, three years they surge back How? to contention. Mayo, Bill O'Brien, Mac Jones, if they believe in him, they haven't come out and said that. By the way, why didn't Bill O'Brien mention Mac Jones's name in well, that video? I think that's very curious. I don't think they're. De- I don't think that's one hundred percent decided. They still have lots of internal meetings. And by the way, this Herald story is filled with Mac and Mac family leaks, right? Can we no doubt about that? Oh, I don't even. I said he this was th- a major source of this, right? But do you do you think it's dishonest or inaccurate? I don't think so. But I but I wonder if his intent was to make Bill look bad, and really, if that was the intent, it made the coordinators look worse. Most people who read it don't come away blaming Bill for this. They probably should. But the notion that you began the show saying that Bill Belichick accepted blame, I mean, that is laughable on its face. Well, he had, by, by default, he did because they. By just, default, he did. So if, they, if you tell me, change. If you say, Chris. You said there was a chance they were going to bring Patricia back right. a couple weeks ago. That would have been not well, accepting blame. He was in the, according to the big, tall, goofy guy, Zoe, he was in the meetings. By the way, another report from that guy, Cam Acord keeping his job. Well, I think he did a good job. So in what way is he capitulated and <laughs> hey, changed his ways? He was responsible for Marcus Jones. Ken, in Great what year. way, give me a concrete example that Bill Belichick has accepted blame and, and said he's going to change things moving Patricia forward. Patricia and Judge are out. Bill O'Brien is back. No, That's a Joe good thing. Judge is going to be on the staff. Okay, where? He's not going to have a role. You think he deserves a spot on the staff? He'll be in the front office somewhere. No, no coaching staff was he, the report. I don't know. Believe that when I see it. They're, they're being kind to him. He's got nowhere to go. He, he, his reputation is totally destroyed. Are they like Mayor Walsh opening City Hall to illegal aliens? <laughs> well, if he's free, we'll just put him somewhere. You know? What? But that's so crazy to me. This is, this is so convoluted. The operation should have nothing to do with who's paying your salary. Well, what if he's a special teams co-coordinator with Acord? What if they're dual special teams coaches? No, I don't want him anywhere. Uh, at least it's better than but, where he was. In all sincerity... In, in what way, if if you were operating the, the New England Patriots, if you were their their brand manager, mm-hmm. in what way would you believe that after this past season, Bill Belichick can be trusted to execute what is indeed best for the team, not for him and his cronies? Your faith is shaken based on the year that we just saw, no doubt. And do you think as you get older, you get more amenable to change or less? Well, less, but they have made a change in the sense that Mayo is the guy in waiting. And he will take on the responsibility of checks and balances with Bill going forward. Why else would Mayo have stayed? What did they promise? They him? probably gave him a good amount of money. Well, I, would he have passed up a head coaching job somewhere else or a chance to interview for it for just more money? No. I, I think what you said about Josh saying his family liked it here is true about Mayo. He's got a good base here. He played here. His family is active in the community. He's a you know everybody that talks about Mayo. I don't think I've he's ever been on EEI, but. I don't know much about him other than his on-field play, and he was always a stand-up player in the locker room. But he's incredibly smart. He's knows the business side. He worked, I think, at Putnam after he played, and then he's gone up the ranks as the coaching staff. He's really uniquely qualified to be the guy in waiting in terms of yeah. understanding the Kraft family, understanding totally. the Patriots, smart guy, on so and off the So there you go. Field. That's why you have faith in the plan going forward, because you now have O'Brien and Mayo really as the guys in waiting. They are, the, they are running the team. Bill is the overseer, and he's going to exit gracefully in a couple years. I, I just, I really and truly find it hard to believe that Bill Belichick, maybe the most stubborn person in the history of Boston sports, is all of a sudden going to be collaborative this year. Where's your faith in the Patriots after the week that was? O'Brien hired and the dysfunction 
detailed in the Boston Herald. It's Ken and Curtis here on your Saturday. Joe Braverman's got your trending update. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. The Celtics are back in action at the Garden as they try and snap their three-game losing streak tonight against the Lakers. Marcus Smart won't play as he'll miss his fourth straight game with an ankle sprain. On the other side for L.A., Anthony Davis is probable for tonight, while LeBron James is listed as questionable with left ankle soreness. Celtics seven-and-a-half-point favorites on the BetMGM app, Joe. Who do you got tonight? Celtics give those points? Uh, Can't bet until Tuesday. LBJ is going to have a Paul Pierce sort of moment coming back from the locker room after an injury. No, the Celtics roll. I'll I'll take Celtics, too. They've lost three straight, right? Yeah, but given seven and a half, that's a big number. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you seen the seas this year? By the way, Missoula, do you believe me now he's one and done? Holy cow, <laughs> doing, doing somersaults. somersaults. <laughs> what a week. Saggy loves Jalen. Why don't you say that about me? <laughs> Tip-off is set for 8.30 tonight. And the Bruins are also back in action tonight on their first of a back-to-back as they continue their five-game road trip against the Florida Panthers. Puck drop is set for 6 o'clock. According to Burt Breer, the Patriots will interview current Bills assistant Ryan Wendell to be their offensive line coach. Wendell played in New England for seven seasons and won a Super Bowl as a member of the offensive line in 2015. The interview will take place in Las Vegas where the Pats coaching staff are for the Shrine Bowl. Patrick Mahomes will officially start for the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship game as he deals with a right ankle sprain. I have a three-unit play on that later on today. Oh, really? Yeah. Can you MGM. name all four coordinators in the game before you make the pick? No. I Shime, I, I always go to him. He's He loves Anarogando. Lou Anarumo. you yeah. got to get that in right before you make the pick. It makes the pick sound much smarter. <sighs> Mahomes might not have his top target, Travis Kelsey, as the tight end is listed as questionable with a back injury. No way Kelsey's going to play. <laughs> By the way, Red br- brilliant Bills defense was the, no, who yeah, Bills Bengals. No, who played the Chiefs? Oh, Jaguars. Brilliant Jaguars strategy. Not covering Travis Kelsey the entire effing game. Yeah, they injured Mahomes, though. Well, speaking of the Bengals, they'll have their top tight end, Hayden Hurst. However, offensive linemen Alex Kappa and Jonah Williams have been ruled out. That makes it three missing starters for the Bengals on their offensive line. In the NFC, Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel do not have injury designations for the 49ers, but running back Elijah Mitchell is questionable with a groin injury. WEEI will have Westwood One's coverage of both championship games tomorrow beginning at 2.30 following WEEI Football Sunday with Fitzy and Hart. And Boston is getting another pro team as the National Women's Soccer League will add three more teams to their league, including Boston. The NWSL team in Boston will join at a later date, while the other two added franchises in Utah and San Francisco are expected to join in 2024. I'm Joe Braverman, and that's what's trending on WEEI and WEEI.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And 
sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Everyone, everyone tried. They gave the college try, but it became apparent right away that it just wasn't going to work. Although they kept trying and they kept trying. And what wound up happening is, you know, there was at least a half dozen or so players who were who had either played in the Shanahan style offense or McVeigh offense, and you know, just having them question or say, well, well, what about this? My experience is this. All of those things caused issues and distrust and you know pushback. And, and so, you know, it just kind of snowballed as it all went along. Kenny Curtis here on WEEI. And that's Karen Garigian, who had a big week, the Boston Herald, yes. detailing the dysfunction and uh, the snowball of distrust, as she describes there, as the year went on. Obviously, some players involved in their sourcing there in that report, Curtis. And your essential question to start the show was, do you trust Bill? Correct. Do you trust Bill? So from the players' side of it, it would be interesting to get their honest answer to that. I'm sure it differs from guy to guy. But if you sat down with David Andrews, Kendrick Bourne, Trent Brown, Mac Jones, do you trust Bill going forward for next year? What would their answer be? No. And Maybe? The issue here is simple. For a very long time, Bill demanded a lot from his coaches and his players. And people rode in the same direction because while it was at times draconian and exhausting and limiting anything you can do outside of the game, you had a big cherry at the end, which was that June ring ceremony at Kraft's residence in Brookline where you could sit down and Bill would get up on the dais and say, I know I'm not the easiest guy to coach with. I know I'm not the easiest guy to play for, but thank you for all the hard work you did this year, champions. Mm-hmm. The other big part of this was... And we, I think, were kind of ahead of the curve on the Mac relationship this training camp, which was Bill had foreseen a lot of possibilities with Mac, not buying in and doing what he was told was not one of them, especially since he was basically groomed in a lab to be the quarterback of this team with his time at Nick's, with Nick Saban in Alabama. So when Mac was clearly not investing over the summer instead during training camp, Instead of reassessing the coaching staff, he doubled down against Mac and defended the people that were 
reportedly installing half as many plays as Josh McDaniels did. <laughs> and when asked by players, what if X happens in this specific play call, they said, I'll get back to you on that. Mm-hmm. So the, it wasn't a but mistake. From, but from, him point of, from his point of view, at that point, he felt, I'm just assuming Bill felt Mack went too far. He's calling other coaches. He's making his guys, he's making him look bad. But I'm not, I don't think he was in J- July. I'm talking about when the... The Bears game, in season. No, I'm talking training camp. Oh, just training camp. So when they're doing... Because Bill arrives, Mac arrives, he's made dramatic improvement. Bill Belichick. When was that? When was that statement? That was right before camp started. Right before camp, okay. I believe, like June. Mm -hmm. Maybe an OTA practice or something. Yeah. And then camp gets underway, and almost instantly... They're installing the same... They're running the same zone run... Over and over. What, and the what, reporting what, is that it looks plays. like we're a high like, school offense. We're like Tech Mobile. We have four, right. four options. Hey, Rivers, we had four, so look out. So, um, no, so they were. this was a clear issue. And then the fan base reaction over the summer, stop talking about the coordinator. Nobody cares. Bill knows. <laughs> oh, you know more than Bill Belichick? I think you used that line a couple times. Well, clearly I did, and clearly the people down there did. Was it deflected from your talk of Steve Belichick? Good year for Steve. He was un- no tongue talk. Nothing about the nepotism. I mean, it was all about Patricia and Judge. They they took the bullets for Actually, him. nepotism, Florio's right on about his take because you can't hold people accountable if you're employing your kids. And that's what's going on. It's it's not that they suck. In the court of law, the appearance of impropriety mm-hmm. can lead to issues. Yeah. And whether they're there on their merits or not, they will always be judged differently. Mm-hmm. How long did Joe Buck have to wait to get out of his dad's shadow? I mean, he was calling World Series games well before he should have, but he turned into a great broadcaster. Yeah, he's. We don't talk about his dad anymore. We talk about Joe Buck, but there, forever he Sean McDonough dealt with. I mean, people that are incredibly talented at what they do when they enter the field of their their dad, they are judged more more harshly. Well, back to the essential question, and of course, you can join us here six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Do you trust Bill? Do you trust in Bill going forward this year now with the decisions that have been made and the uh, you know as we now know the behind the scenes of the dysfunction that went on this past year? Text three seven ninety three seven. Why why should you trust in Bill? Well, Mayo and Bill O'Brien, right? That's those are reasons one and two. They have done the obvious and apparently, I think, right things in terms of fixing what majorly ailed them last year. Would you not agree? Good moves. Their 2023 offseason has started out phenomenally well. That's, I mean, so that's, even for you to say that, obviously you and many of the players, I'm sure, foundation of trust has been shaken to some extent, differs from person to person, but you believe that. Yeah. I bet you the players believe that too. And the, what was the reporting we heard on how Mac was giddy about the Bill O'Brien higher I, I i have to say that smells like that robert craft to me like, well at least if that's the truth then at least we know max coming back because that's all we have but another example you have bill o'brien and how many takes do you think speaking of you remember the drafting of mac you said was redone for for cameras yes i mean he literally looked like one of those uh detainees in uh, zero dark 30 when he was doing the interview with patriots.com <laughs> it's like i can't wait to work with bill i uh, work for bill work for bill uh okay next uh line uh, but to not mention Mac's name. Well, right. Was that tactical? Of course. Oh, God. Well, so that means they have somebody coming in to push him. Either there's somebody coming in to push him and compete with him, or they're going to move him. And imagine, I actually am rooting for this, even though it'll make you happy, Jimmy G. Oh, what a b- Because story. you know Bill is going to be like, stacking the decks for Jimmy G. <laughs> it's going to be Bailey Zappi, but it's actually going to be real. Like, he's going to give him all the play actions. He's going to get. He's going to have Patricia coach back. 
<laughs> well, in the meantime, Jimmy G's stock continues to fall as Brock Purdy just every week continues to win and succeed in that offense. I got to tell you, Brock Purdy. The had... next Brady. Well, you're a skeptic because you're afraid he's going to steal Brady's uh, thunder, his storyline. I can see this coming. Can I, I tell knew you? This. I knew this was coming. I'm rooting for the 49ers. I, I don't want the Eagles to win at all. I hate Philadelphia. Not a Sirianni guy? Uh, no. I would say, talk about don't judge a book by its cover. That press conference was the most mocked thing of all time. And look right. at him. And now he's wearing gold chains and, dance, <laughs> and dancing with Meek Mill. Who knew? But um, Brock Purdy, I think PFF had it like 13 turnover-worthy plays in his last two weeks without a turnover. Mm-hmm. He's been fine. That is a Lamborghini, that offense. They are cooking. And so I, I would love to see the 49ers win because I don't want Brady to play, especially in San Francisco. Well, he won't now. There's no chance. Oh, I yeah. Mean, even if the Niners lose, if they lose this tomorrow, weekend, oh, yeah. they're, they're, they'll they're, bring Lance and Purdy back. I don't think so. What? Shanahan has to win. I don't think it maybe not Brady, but the, he was the one already getting out there saying Jimmy G could come back. I know. Well, that was strange. We heard that last week. But, but you, that but, died this week, right? But you think it's like, I mean, that game well, against the Cowboys – the Cowboys' defense is pretty good, but, pretty good. but they are, I mean, the, the the weapons on offense for the 49ers, mm. I mean, they themselves Ridiculous. could be a, an, an all-star team. Well, that's what I mean. So after, you know, as much as I like Jimmy G, his numbers, you know, not beyond this year are helped out by, of course, the supporting cast there, which is excellent. Right. So the fact that Bill O'Brien did not mention Mac's name clearly continues the approach of we are not caving for the new athlete. We are not allowing ourselves, our work, to be dictated by a guy who hasn't won Jack. If they brought, Can I just stay on this point for a minute? If they brought Jimmy G in, let's say his value now is cut in half. He's affordable. I believe here's another is reason. Is he a free agent? Or is that, would he be, I don't know I his contract. I think he's a free agent. Um, I'll check on that. I thought he was. I thought it was accepted that Jimmy's a free agent. But anyway. No, I, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I didn't know. I mean, I guess it's possible they could franchise him, but I don't see that happening. He only signed a one-year deal, so he, so he's okay, a free agent. So, so let's say play this out. They bring him in at some kind of one-year contract, even if it's cut. Even if his uh, salary is cut in half, he's still making what twenty million. So this year he redid his deal, one year seven million. So he, he okay. I mean, the Patriots would do maybe like a one know, for ten, one he, for fifteen. I it don't will know. not be a problem. They could bring him in very affordably if okay, they want. So to. what? How would Mac react to that? And would Bill? He wouldn't give him the starter job. He wouldn't give. He'd have them compete at camp. But what a sideshow that would be! I don't think it's out of the realm of the poss- of possibility that Mac demands a trade. Mm-hmm. Right. The, the only correspondence the media has had with Mac Jones is the Rudyard Kipling poem. If <laughs> <laughs> that's it, that was good. Good prose. I mean, listen. I'm, I'm sure. He, I mean, he speaks five languages. I don't know that he can speak uh, Mandarin. Um, and obviously, he spoke through this article. You know. Of course. Some, either he or his father or but somebody. Can you did. blame him? I mean, you go the whole year and you're made to look like the fool. You get mm-hmm. called a douche by Boomer Esiason on the Greg Hill show. Right. You're, you know, having to deal with these two absolute buffoons and you're just made to eat it by your head coach. So, of course, if Andrew Callahan says, hey, off the record, what do you think about this year? I'll go nuts. They're and you know, look. and that's the other thing that may lead to Jimmy G coming in. You know, Bill knows who the leaks were. I don't know if he does. Oh. There, there are too many. I mean, he's got suspicions. You, do you agree with my take yesterday, the uh, David Andrews line? I yeah. love Bill, but he effed us. Yeah, totally could buy that. Uh, no Moss Gathers says maybe Hunter Henry may in source. Could be. I mean, really, you could pick anybody in the offense and say, sure, I'll buy that. Yeah, he told Gresh everything this year. <laughs> Jacoby Myers? 
Yeah. Oh, Jacoby Myers is 100% coming back, <laughs> according to you. Now he's the leak. I mean, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I, probably, I guess he's the least likely. He actually it had is, a decent offense. I find it to be so spectacular that for the last 23 years, this organization has done everything to bring up, to silence the noise. Nothing, and like, they remain the most fascinating team with more leaks than the Trump White House. <laughs> I mean, it is just unbelievable. Reading Meanwhile, Bill story, left right after the year. They have the foot, the staff going to the Shrine right. Bowl. Is the Shrine Bowl in New Orleans? Uh, I don't know. I don't know where Las it is. Las Vegas. Uh, great. So that's happening now, right? They're they're flying down. Oh, they're already there. The game's not uh, on Thursday. Okay, at eighty for Brady. I wonder if Billy O and Bill are going to go to see it in <laughs> Vegas. Great, great uh, news that you're going with uh, Myrna, right? Uh, yes. For the screening is that Tuesday night. Tuesday night, and some people will be rejoicing in the start of sports betting. But you're going to be going to see eighty for Brady with Myrna. I mean, there's no great. place I'd rather be than Patriot Place. So uh, looking forward to that. And uh, Wednesday night, I got an invite. You can come with me if you'd like. A screening in Boston, pregame at Guy's Restaurant. Oh, the burger joint. Yeah. All right. So uh, we'll be there. But, yeah, it's it's going to be – I would be shocked if the Patriots' offense, uh, the quarterback room, is Bailey Zappi, uh, Mac Jones, and Brian Hoyer next year. Mm, no, Hoyer disappeared middle of the year. I don't know, we still don't know where he went. So I don't think they're going to draft a quarterback early. Nope. Uh, I, whether it's Gardner Minshew, Jimmy G, whether they figure out someone else to bring in, there will absolutely be competition. The fact that Billy O didn't say his name is what sort of solved it for me. Yep, and I think they probably would consider trading Mac Jones, right? That that says they would go through the offseason if they get good offers for multiple picks, high picks, maybe they would trade him. What about this? Is there any shot that, that was, they're trading him and they need to rehab his image by getting it out there, all the crap he had to deal with? So Mac does look better. Sure. Could there be the potential that part of the part of the organization? I, I don't think Bill leaked that. No. Bears. But, but, <laughs> yeah, no, maybe Bears did. Well, yeah, and of course Bill O'Brien is coming from Alabama, so Bryce Young. I mean, what do you get for Mac Jones shot. if you trade him? I I might I was tempted to say a first. But no way. I, maybe. Maybe maybe a late first. You know. Definitely a second though. And that's you know, that's Significant. And the other thing that I found fascinating in the very, well, it's not the offseason, for the Patriots offseason, has been, I listen to, to Boomer a lot, Boomer and Geo, uh, our sister station at WFAN. Yeah. Great show. And obviously I love Boomer. But he has led the charge about receivers don't want to play with Lamar Jackson. And that's the guy, if you were to tell me they could make one, well, two moves. One, Bill O'Brien. Love it. Mm-hmm. And acquire Lamar Jackson, two firsts. I would say this team, they have all the cap space, if you believe in the cap, Dante and They Ken. can't give up two firsts. They can't. Why? They need picks. They can't give up picks. So, How many needs do they have? Okay, they need two tackles. Yeah. They need a corner. Yeah. They need a, a linebacker. Mm-hmm. They could use an edge guy to go alongside. Actually, right. no, I think uh, Uche and Judon are okay. A couple punters to compete with they, Polardi. They, they need a punter. They need uh, a coach on special teams. <laughs> But, yeah, the biggest needs, if you had to get uh, – knowing a good, solid quarterback that you can rely on going forward, number one with a bullet, number two is a left tackle, number three is a right tackle. That's really – I mean, their tackles, that decision also mm-hmm. that we saw in September when Mike Giardi reported that Trent Brown was told he's coming back as a right tackle because he signed for less money than a left tackle, and then immediately he's already at left tackle. Where's yeah. wide receiver on that list? Yeah, left out there. I mean – and yeah, if you're going to trade one. for T. Higgins. Yeah, trade. You need some capital. Okay, so how about you trade this year's first Lamar 
a next year's second, and then you traded next year's first for T. Higgins. I mean, I'd like to see it, but I, I just don't think that. I think your first instinct is right. They're going to bring in a guy to compete. <clears throat> Mac's going to come back, but they're not giving him the job. They're going to consider all offers, and in the end, he'll be back with somebody else. But what here's here's the reason I I'm skeptical about the plan for next year. There's obviously going to be some sort of no, a new install of Bill O'Brien's scheme, right? So everything they just did, whatever to whatever extent Patricia and Judge implemented it, is O'Brien just ripping it up, starting afresh? So that's because that is a challenge, no matter who you are, or how long you've been in the league. Yeah, I my guess is is that there will be a collaboration if it is Mac and Bill O'Brien that they'll work together in the days and months leading up to OTAs and training camp. But that's also I've given the team the benefit of the doubt by and large. They've no longer are 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 worthy of that. If they fired Judge, would like fire? Can they even fire him? Is he even like employed? Is he working for free? I have no but idea. But would that would that like help? You to believe again that all right, great. They, at least they got rid of him. Ken, if you, I feel pull- like some people need that. They're they're calling for Barabbas here. Ken, it, it, uh, I thought it was Jared, but uh, <laughs> if you really did want to, you know, evaluate this honestly and impartially, this is worse than anything the Jets ever did. <laughs> honestly, like, yeah, but it's it's confined within a one year bubble. So it's, it's really not because it's uh, it's a guy you drafted in the first round two years ago. Yeah who had a excellent rookie campaign, you make the playoffs, things are going in the right direction, and then you just pl- unplug the whole thing. And because of the way Bill doesn't want to pay quarterbacks the money, you've gotten one year closer to Wiggy's date, which he always focuses on, when you're going to have to pay Mac elite dollars. Right. And you look at what some of these guys are making, the Tannehills, the Matt Ryans, the Carson Wentz's, the $30 million average quarterbacks, Mac's going to be making that, and they don't want to pay that. Which leads back into why they might trade Mac to reset that whole thing. But it's amazing. If you have a great quarterback, it doesn't matter what you pay him. The yeah, Rams well. paid both in draft capital and in cash for Matt Stafford. Right. Fifty million or something. They won year, the right? Super Bowl. Yeah. You have Patrick Mahomes got the he got the Dante's cut. He got hurt, mm-hmm. and as did his. The, I think it was the uh, the Super Bowl MVP and the Offensive Player of the Year got yeah, hurt as but well. Then you have less cushion. You have less uh, money to spend on backups. You're up against the cap how many, all year. How many playoff games has Bill Belichick's system won without a Hall of Fame quarterback? Uh, um, Phil Simms. One. Is he in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> One. Yeah. He's got as many playoff wins without Tom Brady as Brian Dayball. Mm-hmm. So, you, you, I'm sorry, you have to reevaluate Bill Belichick. You do. Well, I, and I think Mayo will help that. You know, the coach that has nothing waiting. to do with Bill Belichick. Well, I think it is. It's reevaluating your coach. You're putting this checks and balances on him. This function has followed this guy his mm-hmm. whole career. Right, which is why Mayo's the coach in waiting. Okay, who was the coach in waiting when he was in Cleveland? What does that matter? <laughs> well, I'm saying now you're adding some checks and balances to Bill. But the, in what way are they balancing him? Is he taking a pay cut? No. Does he not. Does he no longer have final say on football matters? He might not. Might be a collaboration. Okay. All right, 617-779-7937. Do you want to go through the four teams that are left in this here first football hour of the show? What's at stake for the Chiefs, the Bengals, looking back on the Bills' disaster oh. of last week? Couldn't even get back to the title game. And I need to know, there's so many people that hate Lamar Jackson. Why do you watch him play? He's owned you the last three years. He's <laughs> Yeah, but you're all about playoff success. Can't you understand that? It's the playoff skeptic. He hasn't won one, won one playoff game, right? So that's what people look to. Okay, do you want to go back through each of those games? Do you blame last year on Mac Jones when the Patriots lost? Because mm. you always praised him for his performance in that game. So now you <laughs> no, can't say it's a I bad don't. thing. No, I don't. Okay, so, I mean, 
Lamar Jackson was not the reason yeah, they, they lost didn't. those games. He wasn't ready for the first playoff game. He came in mid-year, and then he won the MVP. All right, Kenneth Curtis here on WEI. Yeah, um, obviously you want to you wanna win all of them. It's the way it goes sometimes. Um, they, had a good, they had a good game plan. Credit to those guys. They came out, they played hard. Um, we just didn't have it today. Well, didn't have it. Bill's season came to an end last week. And again here, we have the rematch of Chiefs and Bengals, Chris Curtis. So how do you recap the Bills here? They had obviously some adversity and turmoil. They seem like a team of destiny. But then there were some cracks in the veneer even the week prior to the loss. Yeah, I actually have to. It's going to pay me to do this. I have to give Shime credit on this. I just was blinded by the Bills against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. which even in that game where the Patriots showed some fight in the final game of the year, the two return touchdowns and stick tap to Cam Accord for keeping his job. That sounds great. Um, but that game against the Dolphins was an ab- abomination, really. I mean, if Mike McDaniel isn't getting high off vape in the middle of the fourth quarter and they get a play call in, how many teams can't get a play call in? Right. It's not just the Patriots. These playoff teams. Well, I chalked it up to, okay, it's a divisional opponent. You always seem to see that closer than expected. Skylar Thompson well, right. in Buffalo yeah. where the Bills have everything to play for. Yeah, but then And they just, yeah. started that game, I mean, I think it was, what, 17 nothing. Could have been twenty four nothing, but the tight end, you know, dropped the ball in the end zone. Yeah, and then we had Eagles Giants last week, and the Eagles blew them out. So right. the division thing meant nothing. So sometimes it means something. Sometimes, but you're probably right. We overrated the Bills based on the way they play the Patriots. But then again, Allen is good. There's no doubt about that. I mean, do you believe they're flawed? I saw, I heard Fitzy and Keith talking about this. You know, they 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 lack an offensive punch in the running back position. They ask Allen to do too much. Maybe Look it's at- really simple. And I I I don't mean to be this. You know. Uh, just basic, but it's really, really hard to win in the playoffs. And we got used to a team that just, it was a birthright to be in the championship weekend games. So Josh Allen is an excellent quarterback, incredibly talented, but biggest thing for them, two things, their safety that got hurt first week of the season mm-hmm. and Von Miller. Von Miller was brought in to be the the assassin that, I mean, he is as clutch as they get. He he ended a couple Brady seasons in these 2015 Broncos. Yeah, but, like, it was more than just missing Von Miller. Like, the offense sputtered. But the what? defense was non-existent in that game. Mm-hmm. The defense allowed how many points for Skylar Thompson the week before? <laughs> I mean, that guy literally couldn't get a first down against the Patriots the week prior to that. So, I mean, it's not exactly like they had this wagon. Right. But they scored 10 against the Bengals. They scored 10. Right. Not good enough. But the thing is, is that we keep wanting to anoint people as the next. Yeah. And Mahomes, it pains me to say this, they are going to roll tomorrow. I can't believe you're saying this. Really? You think that? I am going to root my ass off that they... I, I'm rooting I, Bengals. I'm rooting Bengals. I can't. Ever, I will never root for the, for the Chiefs. Mahomes is just great. He's great. He is one of those guys. He's ahead of everybody else. He, I know he's underachieved in the playoffs. He's a, he had a better team against the Bucs. He had a better team last year against the Bengals. Lost both of those games. But the best way I can compliment a player is that when I watch them, I'm shocked when they fail, even though I'm rooting my ass off for it. It was Jeter in a big spot. Peyton Manning in the regular season. You know, there were guys that I rooted as hard as I could against 
but no matter what, you knew in your gut that you were likely going to leave pissed off. And Mahomes and Reed is as good a marriage as may yeah, have but, ever happen. But it's not a healthy Mahomes. I mean, so you think that he's uh, fine? The I'm, ankle's fine? Yep. yep. I don't. You cannot use... Have you I, heard of Lulu Anarumo? No, I would never. Is, is he the <laughs> chef this weekend at uh, Davios? He'll be all over Mahomes. They get, he's, he can't run. I'm he's sorry. He's going to be a sitting duck. And Mahomes I mean, is a there's a video duck. going out that he leaves the press conference and he seems fine. He doesn't uh, have a limp. He had a little limp. He had a little limp in the giddy up. Watch the Zabruder film of that. Watch I, him at practice and stay. I, I, just, I don't want him to be hurt. I, I, I don't want to have are the, good, by the way. Really good. I, I hear you, and I, I agree. I'm just saying, revenge, who has revenge on the mind? Uh, who cares about revenge? Okay, who cares about revenge? Uh, who Who's at home? <laughs> Chiefs. They who were has home last year. Who has an extra day to prepare? 0-3 against this team. That's why. I can't see them going 0-4. Okay. I mean, but if they lose... Oh, well, Will I'd you use so the injury as an excuse then, or, or do you crush them? Oh, you know, Nash, literally the Chiefs can do no wrong. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're They'll be excused for this. The son of the head coach left the facility drunk, nearly ended the life of a five-year-old girl, and he's doing car insurance ads. <laughs> well, there are some things that trigger you, obviously some Brady-related things, but anytime people put out the Mahomes has been to the title game five straight years, Chiefs, that sets you off, and that was already starting earlier in the week. Well, he's been to five. Brady was yeah. a nine to ten. Right. But five straight, you know. I mean, they lost, uh, lost to the Pats the one year in overtime, right? Then they made it to the Super Bowl. But here's what happened. One and then lost. The 2018 regular season, right? The Patriots have a mediocre year for their standards at the time. They travel to Kansas City, and everybody's like, oh, the changing of the guard, the passing of the torch. Brady and the Patriots win. What's the story after the game? You know, oh, Brady, greatest of all time. Never going to happen. <laughs> the next year, 2019. The Patriots miss the, uh, losing the playoffs. Mahomes wins the Super Bowl. Oh, the torch has been passed. Mahomes, 2020. It's going to be the official passing of the torch where Mahomes begins his pursuit where he will catch Tom Brady. Brady wins that game, gets to seven. The next year, Mahomes' first half dominating the Bengals in the AFC Championship. They're showing the graphics with Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Oh, he's already ahead of Tom Brady at this time. They lose. Like, Every time he wins a game, all they talk about is his proximity to greatness. When he loses, it's a non-story. Yeah. I've never seen a team treated the way the Chiefs have been treated. Like the Patriots and the Colts in the 2000s were both celebrated. I mean, but when Manning would lose a playoff game to Brady, he was roasted. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think the Chiefs have that much to lose. They'll be made excuses for them if they lose this game because of the ankle, and they're somewhat legitimate. And really, you know, the Eagles could lose at home, and it would be somewhat – it wouldn't really be a disaster. I mean, because people think the Niners are better. And the, and Hurts is young, and they'll have a chance to come back. I could see both road teams winning, and the home teams would be fine, you know? I The the 49ers are going to pants Yeah, the I think so, too. Their defense is so Although you so don't good. believe in Purdy. No, but Purdy – I mean, you and I could have played quarterback last week. <laughs> He's pretty good. I don't, he's not bad. Brady have you watched crazy. these games? Yeah, I have. Now, why do you of, bring up Brady with Purdy? Of Brady, I don't understand. Well, he sent him a uh, congratulatory text, and Brady was in the news a couple uh, moments this week. We have to get to. No, I want. I don't want to get to yelling about Brady. Why? I'm done with it. I, I really. He it's might like, sign with the Dolphins. I, I honestly, nobody in their car right now gives a damn about. They want to know. They missed this audio. This Nikovich audio is something. Can we play the Nikovich what, audio? You just want to use it to bash the guy for no reason. What, what do you mean no reason? It's He's so acting wait, strange. Okay, can we ready? Uh, Braverman, you listening? We have two bits of Brady audio. Braverman, and I'll get to him. And then no, we'll no, be no. Done. Braverman, ready? 
Tom Brady sucks. He's an ass. I didn't say that. No, I'm I, I want that. him back here. I'm saying that. I don't. I hate Tom Brady. I never want to ever talk to him about him again. I want to talk so about. I can't play the Brady audio. No, you can, but it's such a broken record. It's not a broken record. He was in the news twice this week. Okay, what's your take on it? He's acting bizarrely, and I want to know why. I want okay. to investigate. I don't why. know. So we have no idea. Do you know why, Joe? No, I'm speculating. You look. This, there's some possibility some possibilities here. Well, no, but nobody <laughs> wants him. He can't find a home. He's surly. <laughs> I'm serious. You he have wants a to play. You are not well. Oh, I, that's probably true. It's the Kenny Curtis <laughs> show. Maybe I'll get to play a Brady clip next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.